0: So you've been outed by (laughs) Blooming (laughs) Bloomingdale's? Exactly, I will sue them. Just to be able to go out the next day and not having this smoke of shame at like 5 (laughs) (laughs) p.m. You have to drink your water, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is an old body, you know. An old
1: body. (laughs) You'll be able to clench and show off your gorilla coochie grip. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest. With Millie. Millie. And with your daughter. <laughs> Let's be honest. The podcast. The podcast. <laughs> Hello, hoes and bows. I am Theodora. And I am Millie. And you are listening to Let's Be Honest, the modern sex, love, and relationship podcast. (laughs) So, (laughs) welcome, guys.
0: Welcome back. What are today's topics? So today we're talking about how it is like to be the other women because both Dora and I have been these other women. So I wanted to touch on that. And then there's some really juicy tips of the week that Theo is also sending to us. You already know. Then...
1: And I would like to talk about my latest... Uh, whole culture discoveries namely about music (laughs) you know how much i love it are you with us are you here
0: (laughs) i am here and uh i am reflecting reflecting i am reflecting on my bad bad self i used to think i was a good girl you know but you are until i realized that I wasn't such a good girl. Yes, you are and you're a really nice person
1: to me That's the definition of a nice girl.
0: You are the cutest thing. true But you know, you don't want to break off other of couples and all that Which uh, was totally not my intention when I met Mark Oof. So what happened with that guy <laughs> Okay, so Mark was and that is his real name. He will never listen to this podcast. It's Mark with a K. I sense something juicy coming. <laughs> <laughs> Mark with a K. Mark with a K. I like it. So Mark with a K. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> So I met him in New York, in my workplace. When you were working in tech? No, I was uh, working as a dancer, actually. So, I see. Yeah, I was just like a podium dancer, I think, for like two years. Living the party life. <laughs> exactly. It was so amazing. And he was just kind of there. And Was it when I met you? It was just right before I met you. I remember we met at one of
1: these parties and I was also working as a podium dancer some places, probably stripping also. <laughs>
0: exactly so that was exactly that same period of time he was amazing like a multimillionaire young not not so young actually he was my mom's age your financial type (laughs) (laughs) and my age range i'm sure (laughs) but uh definitely a good looking guy for for his age and for me i didn't feel like (laughs) Seemed old, you know. He was For his age, <laughs> <laughs> he was just right. He was just perfect and so kind and just really unbothered. He was just looking to get a drink somewhere and not talk to anyone. So he he was so closed off to everybody, and that was so obvious. And at some point, we just actually started talking. Um, Because I was about to go and I was thinking, let me just say hi to a couple of people and he was around and I said hi to him just because I was maybe a
1: bit tipsy. So you actually met him organically as opposed to with a platform such as
0: Hinge or Tinder that you don't have. Yeah, exactly. But meeting a married man on a dating app, imagine that. Oh, it (sighs) does happen. Trust me. Mm. (laughs) Exactly. It does so yeah so this guy was absolutely great and amazing and really reluctant to speak to anybody until we started talking and it flourished into a pretty interesting story something that i would never have imagined in my whole entire life and little by little i actually became this other woman the infamous other woman woman so how did you discover that you were the other woman well very funny because i feel like she discovered me first oh (laughs) (laughs) by accident i suppose yeah well it was it was very weird it was probably back in 2011 and technology wasn't as you know as smart as it was today especially with the crm system so more like the newsletters let me guess she stalked you on social media no you know what a shop where I went to buy a shirt because I stayed over and I needed a new shirt um, just to be able to go out the next day and not having this walk of shame at like 5 pm. <laughs> the walk of shame. I can we totally went. relate. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we went to Bloomingdale's uh, in Soho just to buy a shirt, and guess what? Bloomingdale's sent a letter oh no to his wife thanks for shopping at our new york soho <laughs> soho branch when they've been when she hasn't been to bloomingdale's in 20 years <laughs> oh no exactly so then obviously she got alerted because they weren't from new york so you've been outed by bloomingdales <laughs> <laughs> exactly i will sue them no, you should it's very um it's very interesting how they just decided to send an email or actually it was a, a letter. And let me guess she went all like,
1: Hey Mark with a K, what's this invoice about? I don't remember this shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't even think she asked. Then I, I remember him saying how she asked the password of the iPad to her daughter and she went through his emails, and through his sent emails. And we're really lucky because we got some free ticket to go to, you know, some monument. I think it was the Chrysler building. We took pictures and someone in the street just literally gave us the tickets. They're like, hey... Wait, babe, you took pictures with him? Not with him, but with his phone. That's a dangerous move for sure. (laughs) No, we didn't take pictures together. We took a picture. He took pictures of me on the rooftop with his phone to send back to me but he sent them by email right so when she went through his email sent and she saw my name she had, and from my email she had all the information about me and all my whereabouts babe that was risky <laughs> it was but she's an older lady and who would have thought that she- by older you mean she's not a millennial oh far not hell not her kids are millennials. previous generation oh, no. then <laughs> <mom's> <laughs> so i would never expect my mom to go and look you know through someone else's email especially the sent emails come on i don't think she knows how to do that Oh, mine probably could my mom is quite tech savvy (laughs) yeah so then she she just like basically kind of called him and he had to lie and say we had sex when we didn't that is really twisted yeah because otherwise he said i had to say that because otherwise she wouldn't believe me and he made up all these trips to new york when when he didn't actually have meetings to see you yeah and he pretended oh i have a meeting i have a meeting so i'm coming to new york from boston so you sort of perverted him you turned him into a cheater yeah, exactly and he kind of told me i mean we never slept together which today <laughs> i feel like i'm going for that because I was but it was platonic i was crazy about this guy he was literally one of the best person i've ever hung out with he was so understanding in so many levels why didn't you guys have sex um that's a good question because i knew he had kids and i kind of wanted to control myself in a way that if i did actually end up having sex with that person that he was my going to be you know something deeper but the age difference was was just huge (laughs) you seem to have a thing for big age differences it was something like what 16 no 16 years could be worse
1: (laughs) for those of you just joining us on this podcast in the previous episode we talked about Millie's cougaring experience so this is exactly the opposite
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm becoming the rich man. <laughs>
1: you are level up. <laughs> exactly.
0: So when his wife found out, I was also myself very shocked because he just called me and I think she was by the phone with him. She was by the phone? <gasps> yeah, yeah. The way he spoke and I knew him well because That he was must too- have been quite intense. <laughs> yeah because i could feel that there was some pressure on him and he wasn't the same the same mark with a k that i knew (laughs) mark with a k i love it and and yeah since that that day he always you know stayed on my mind i was always thinking that he was i mean married men were pretty well educated on you know knowing women and you know learning on how to deal with women long on on the long term It's
1: a shame that all the best guys are always the married ones. (laughs) Yes, yes. I actually had the same kind of experience a while ago, pretty much when I met you. So it was probably at the same time that you had your Mark Weatherkey adventure. Mm. While you had this platonic affair, I was having a sort of affair with this married guy he was a producer that was extremely attractive to me he was the father of a girl and you know the thing when a guy is a father how that makes him so much more desirable for some reason Yeah, the fact that he was a very accomplished uh, businessman and father at the same time I was impressed I was totally wowed you know superhero except that he was married of course (laughs) (laughs) of course well that didn't stop him from seducing me you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then next thing I knew, we were having an affair. So you did not? pervert him. He was already pervert. He was perverting me, (laughs) more accurately. Mm -hmm. I was curious.
1: Uh, I wanted to see what the city had to offer. And he was there introducing me to his friends, to people in the business. He was trying to impress me with all his connections. And it worked. I mean, I was really happy to be introduced to people. Mm -hmm. He was trying to be nice. He was in the music industry. And I've been doing music for as long as I can remember Mm. so of course because it was one of my goals at the time still is actually you will hear about that very soon (laughs) (laughs) so I was in the state of mind of creating new music meeting new people in the business to to I don't know to just create more new music maybe and and he was there offering me to meet new people. I mean, I was never looking for a relationship with anyone. I I was just there and it was being nice to me. And because it was, you know, genuinely wanting to help me, I was new to the city. I had literally no connections. We also had the same roots.
0: (laughs) I do remember.
1: The friendship grew into attraction. And then from there, the mutual attraction grew into sensual chemistry, I guess. Mm -mm. that was a full relationship it was an important relationship for me but was he still with his wife or was it same no they actually broke up many years later he didn't actually break up to be with me but i think it was already the end of that marriage nonetheless so at some point he was um back on the market sort of and suddenly very uninteresting once he was single (laughs) The dynamic of the relationship had already been set and it would never be any different. I felt like I would never be more than a distraction for him. Mm -hmm. When we dated, he was only seeing me on his free time. He was never making free time for me. So I figured that I'd never get anything more than I already had uh, at this point in this relationship. So I thought to myself... I've been the other woman. It's not gonna be any better, so I might just call this off. Really, oh god! And I wasn't happy in this uh, half relationship. I wasn't happy being the other woman, so I just—I think I just let the relationship die somehow. I guess I broke my own heart, but what can I do? <laughs> so you were in
0: love with this guy?
1: Absolutely! I—I I totally fell in love with him at some point. I did. I was obsessed. <laughs> 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 but to be very honest, I think the combination of um, the impossibility of the story and the taboo-ness of doing something somewhat forbidden was very attractive to me. Yeah. And that's how I got entranced <laughs> by this story, entranced and obsessed by this relationship or the
0: possibility of a relationship, really. Maybe maybe there's always maybe a bit of a turn on in something that's not allowed to you that's you know that's dangerous it's worth mentioning that i am scorpio so obviously
1: everything i do i will do full on like i'm very intense i'm very passionate i'm very obsessive and that's just that was just a
0: hundred percent scorpio mo yeah <laughs> i do understand that I did ask the kid I was seeing or seeing still, I don't even know what turns him on about me. Apart from my boobs, he did say that the fact that I'm older, because again, here, I feel like we may find this element that says, this is the forbidden fruit, um, you know, that turns them on, really, or turns us on as humans.
1: Yeah, totally. The whole secrecy, the whole fantasy of it, it just... Became so much bigger than it actually was. I think that made me fall in love the wrong way I was in love with love. I was in love with the person. Maybe I I mean I had feelings for him And I sort of regret that it was mostly that I was in love with the forbidden fruit
0: We think it's mostly guys acting this way like oh once I got what I wanted I'm you know, I'm done with that person But it's very much of a modern society threat. I think
1: you're right actually. It's probably a societal thing because I thought I would like to pursue some sort of relationship with him But the fact is that once we had sex I was it's like I had fulfilled my fantasy and because of the societal brainwash I thought it was really immature of me Just like the relationship itself was uh, sort of immature as well.
0: Oh, and talking about immature. I
1: sent some news from the toddler guy, right? Mm. For those of you just joining us on the podcast, Millie was talking in the previous episode about this um, kid, <laughs> the toddler guy, as she calls I prefer him. prefer
0: the, the toddler to the kid. So <laughs> if you want to know more, just
1: tune into the second episode of Let's Be Honest and you will know everything about the toddler guy. <laughs>
0: So and for him I felt like okay, this is an old body, you know, I would have met him like maybe fifteen years ago so an old body. <laughs> so like fifteen years. I want years an ago, old body could... like yours. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, I need to work out and I look I need to look like the way I looked fifteen years ago. So let like, <laughs> work out for a week before I see him again. So I know you're so good at these things, and your life is a life of health and you know, workout. So I definitely need some tips. I don't know if my life is that, but I'm certainly trying for sure. <laughs> I try. No, you don't try, you do, you are. Especially during lockdown. You know, I've seen you, I've seen you working out hours per day, and this is dedication. <laughs> thanks. You are just literally the best person for me to ask. How can I make my body look so much more amazing in one week. <laughs> so that's our whole tip of the, of the day.
1: day. <laughs> the of the day. <laughs> so I guess your question would be how to prep your body for a sex date, right? Sex date. <laughs> well, with enough notice. A <laughs> short notice sex date then. All right. <laughs> Well, babe, I can't promise you miracles, but in a matter of days, that's totally doable. (laughs) There are a few things that you can actually do and implement to your daily routine to improve your body shape. Yes, yes. So my first advice that will probably sound really basic to many of you, but I promise you it really works very well, would be to start climbing those stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of taking the elevators, for example, if you live in an apartment or if one of your other sex dates are in a building with stairs, don't take the elevator, take the fucking stairs. It's going to help grow your booty. And if you climb the stairs, let's say a couple, three. Okay,
0: so the thing is that I don't really get out of the house. So it means that you literally need to go up and down, like the building, just, you know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's something you can do.
1: You can <laughs> climb the stairs every time you get the opportunity to do so. Every time you get the chance, just climb the stairs and try skipping steps so that you improve the range of movement and you will feel your glutes
0: uh, work harder. So instead of going two by two, I always go two by two, I just go three by three or four I mean, four, I don't know if you can do that. If you always go two by
1: two already, that's amazing. Keep doing that. You're doing great. You can even do more. Okay, I'll do four by four. I'll do that like four times a day. Well, if you're up for a challenge, (laughs) sure, (laughs) you can try that. To the sixth floor. As many times as you can. You will feel your glutes. I promise. I would say, in general, if you'd like to have the body of a fit person, you have to behave like a fit person. A fit person wouldn't take the elevators, they would climb the stairs every time they get the chance. If you order pizza, for example, instead of waiting lazily, that the delivery guy comes to you, go to the door, climb the stairs down to him. If you're in a building, just keep moving as much as you can. The goal is to increase your calorie expenditure without having to think about it. Yeah. Another thing you can do is try squatting every time you uh, drop something on the floor. Let's say you drop your phone on the floor. Instead of uh, reaching for it with your arm uh, from the couch, just get off the couch, squat and get it up.
0: With the camera on?
1: (laughs) With the camera on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What for? (laughs) Am I wearing any clothes at all when I do this? Oh my god, you're
1: worse than I thought. (laughs) And you're naked? Babe, clothes or not, it doesn't matter. Just get squatting already. It's going to help toning the back of your thighs as well. It's going to look so much better.
0: Don't be a lazy hoe. Don't be lazy, hoes
1: and bows. (laughs) What about my stomach? For your stomach, what you can do is every time you get up off your bed, instead of rolling to the side to get up, Try crunching with your hands behind your head so that you engage your muscles every time you get up. And if you feel like it, squeeze your abs, engage your core and do a few crunches. Same when you go to bed, do the same, do a few crunches. Implement that in your daily routine. And it's gonna not only make you look better, but it's gonna make you feel better as well. You'll feel stronger and more confident. And this is... I think this is
0: the most important. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that I feel like is great for long term. But I need to look fit like next week.
1: (laughs) It is good for long term. If you do that really often, you will definitely see a change. That's the best. The key is to implement that in your daily life every time you can so that it becomes second nature and that you don't have to actually think that you're squeezing your muscles more or that you are exercising just think about taking the stairs when you go visit a friend when you go shopping for a shirt at Bloomingdale's for example (laughs) seriously it's the best it really changed the shape
0: of my booty for sure yeah you know what one day i actually want to try to run like the wife of my boyfriend is running after me (laughs) that is the best motivation (laughs) and she's right behind me amazing i love it (laughs) every single morning i wake up she's there but you know
1: the compliment i get the most from my (laughs) let's say my fuck boys is usually how tight my pussy is Mm -hmm. this has nothing to do with my abs or my booty but i feel like everyone can use that Um, everyone can actually tone their vagina really easily Mm -hmm. and one thing you can do for this is um every time you go pee (laughs) every time you go to the bathroom when you go pee try stopping the stream from flowing you just use your muscles to stop the stream it will tone your vagina muscles because the muscle you use to stop the stream it's a group of muscles actually but it, it works the same way it's the same sort of micro movements and if you try stopping uh, the stream several times you stop and really stop really stop it will tone your vagina and you will be able to grip the dick of your sex state for longer intervals of time and your post grip will be so much stronger. Mm-hmm. And considering you will be going to pee several times a day, a this is a very easy exercise that you will be able to do many times during the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm working on that pee. (laughs) (laughs) You have to drink your water, bitch. (laughs) Homo. homo. (laughs) You should be getting your two liters every day. And this will help you get rid of cellulite
0: yes yes actually i'm having more sunlight and i'm drinking less water so that could make sense see it's because your body
1: is trying to retain the water you doesn't give it so it's basically water retention yeah so drink your water go pee I'm working on that and the more water you drink the more you'll go pee and the more you'll be able to do this little exercise for your vagina so like clenching yes you'll be able to clench and show off your gorilla coochie grip
0: (laughs) (laughs) so hold on so during the whole duration of the intercourse you actually clench your muscle
1: depending on the position i will do it yes i find for some position it gives me more pleasure And it's also pleasurable for the guy, of course, but it's for me, I feel like I feel better when I clench, when I contract my muscles, it feels more intense, like it's more, I feel more connected to my partner and I also do it when I want to impress the guy, (laughs) it's like my (laughs) secret
0: move. I love it. (laughs) I'll work on that. Yeah. This weekend. (laughs) Cool, let me know how it goes. (laughs) Thank you so much, Theodora, for this tip. I'm totally going to try this as soon as I go to the toilet next time. (laughs) But, um, but also there's this, you know, this kind of vibe, you know, that you need to bring into the bedroom and You shared with me a really cool album by Jasmine Sullivan, I believe. Oh,
1: yes, yes. And that is our whole culture section. (laughs) Whole Whole culture. Whole culture. Whole culture so my latest musical discovery is an album by jasmine sullivan it's actually an ep so a short album if you prefer Uh, it's called hotels (laughs) h-e-a-u-x like us like us like hoes like the mother hoes (laughs) And she's definitely a mother ho. <laughs>
0: mother ho. Got a little ho going got a big ho.
1: A <laughs> big ho. Oh so, <laughs> Hotels by Jasmine Sullivan. It was released in early January. It became number one on the R&B albums chart. And it's her best Peak in her career. Nice. So she was born in 1987. So she is from our generation. She's from Philadelphia. She's a prolific songwriter, and she started writing for other artists at the age of 15. Yeah. And she's contributed to tracks of Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, Kiss and so many other artists.
0: That is a big deal.
1: She has written for Monica Kendrick Lamar Mary J Blige Faith Evans she's recorded with Frank Ocean her so you are going to hear about Jasmine so much more also, she just performed at the Super Bowl. She sang the American anthem, Star-Spangled Banner, 30 years after Whitney Houston did.
0: Oh, beautiful. Well done, Jasmine. So she's
1: going to become a huge hoe icon, as big as uh, the likes of Cardi B, for
0: example. Yeah, tell me what uh, what's the album about hotels? Is it really talking about hoes or What is it talking about? So as I said, it's actually a very short album in
1: the sense of it doesn't have that many full-length songs. It's more interludes and... A few songs here and there. The interludes are spoken words about her whole stories and her whole friends' stories and that makes it so much more sincere and raw and just human and honest. Mm. And I find that the contrast between the spoken words and her singing voice, because she has this very raspy, very powerful uh, soul singer voice, mm-hmm. very sensual at the same time in you know, her in a very unique way. She's she's an incredible singer. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm not usually into soul music or R&B music, but Jasmine Sullivan has what only great singers such as Mary J. Blige have. She has this uh, sort of audacity in her voice
0: that only a handful of singers have. Wow, this is powerful. So would you classify Mary G. Blige as a hoe, as a mother hoe? Oh, she's definitely a mother hoe. Big time. She is, right? I love her.
1: I love her so much. Mm -hmm. She definitely is a storyteller with a huge voice, huge charisma, and she's very much of a feminist in (laughs) a... in a very modern whole way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Jasmine Sullivan has the same big hoe energy. Exactly. So my favorite song on this um, album, Hotels, it's called The Other Side and she goes like yeah I got dreams to buy expensive things and I know that he's out there so
0: where's my millionaire uh, yes that's the one you sent me one night with all the lyrics I was thinking this is strong girl yeah that's the one I sent you
1: <laughs> I love it so much and the rest of the song goes I'ma find me a rapper pull in the back and gonna and buy me a booty get my <laughs> ass down fat transfer <laughs> all the things I dream off <laughs> <laughs> don't we all <laughs> two kids from surrogate mm-hmm. get a facelift it is so relatable <laughs> in so many ways exactly this is so
0: honest and powerful and contemporary so what you're trying to say to our listeners is that guys tune in and you know release your inner hole with us i'm definitely gonna listen to that album i'm not into this kind of music myself but hey let's do this you
1: are going to love it And um, I mentioned the interludes earlier. And one of these is called Amanda's Tale. So Amanda goes, looking at these girls on Instagram, it's hard sometimes because I don't have all that they have. So the sex has become my superpower. It's like sex is where I find my worth. Mm. I think the word whole is it's just reclaiming uh, what once was an insult and we are reclaiming the power to to say what we want to say as women and we are reclaiming our femininity. Yes, our sexy side. How we use our sexuality as a tool of power or dare I say as a, a sort of currency sometimes as well. Exactly. It's sort of challenges the way we view transactional sex because what jasmine sullivan is saying in her songs is that she wants a man with money she wants someone that will be financially stable and she is willing to exchange her sexual prowesses for this financial stability and for all these
0: material things it is a very bold statement to make it is is very bold I cannot wait to listen to more of this album yes I had no idea that's what she was talking about and that's it for our whole culture section (laughs) speaking of hotels do you have new tales for us babe oh my god you don't know what happened oh tell me tell me tell me everything gosh okay so there is this app called Clubhouse and it's taking half of my awaken life these days okay so what's Clubhouse so for those who don't know Clubhouse is, um, is an audio only app where your friends and strangers um, just people who want to follow you people you follow um, they hold court on all kinds of conversation different topics you've got different clubs mm-hmm. um, and um, users per user app hallway and drop into virtual rooms you call them and they listen to moderators and and their guests talk about the specific topic of that room and there is no telling what you may eardrop on that sounds dangerous so <laughs>
1: so what happened who
0: what when <laughs> yesterday actually it was just yesterday it's a hard one again remember christian boy right. oh yes, yes. Well, he actually joined me into two rooms on on topics that I don't especially want him to hear about. So the first room was very embarrassing because... It was more about attraction strategies, you know, with guys and it's a friend holding the room. So I just felt like, you know, I want to be here as a moderator and help her out, you know. Right, right. I see. So there's a few stories that I had to drop and I had to actually blog him and unblock him. So if you use Clubhouse, you know that if you block somebody, it's not like Instagram. It doesn't mean that they unfollow you and you unfollow them. If you block somebody and you unblock them, let's say an hour later, once you finish that room, well, they're still they still follow you and you still follow them. So at least it's a good, uh, it's a good trick to know. <laughs> okay. And the second room, maybe some of you already know what shoot your shot is. So I joined one of this room, which is like um, NYU girls roasting tech guys. And uh, it was just a room full of tech guys. And usually that's kind of my jam. So I was like, hey, let's see what's going on there. And it was pretty much uh, scroll through 1,800 guests that are in the room and pick maybe one guy to shoot your shot at. (laughs) So you raise your hand, you get invited to be um, a guest speaker. And once it's your turn you have 20 seconds to to shoot your shot at the person you spotted in the audience <sighs> so that's all on the app that's all virtual guys and I was thinking okay <laughs> let me try that live because it's 4 in the morning nobody I know is awake there's so many people in the room based all the way over in the US no one you know no one will see me uh oh my god if only I knew that Christian boy was in the house, <gasps> guy. <laughs> no Christian way. boy was in the house. So, four in the morning, I shoot my shot at this guy. Just you know, just testing how it works, and also you know, testing the app features. Yeah, just enjoying the app right? and getting us a few more followers from that as well, you know, giving yourself some exposure on the app mm-hmm. and um, the guy was at a base and he was kind of telling me that well, I don't especially do a long distance but let's talk about startups, let's connect on Instagram So I accepted. I was like, okay, great. But God, the next day I received a text message telling me that they saw me on Clubhouse. So (laughs) I'm saying, yes, great. I know that you follow me. Oh, you weren't shoot your shot. And this was so embarrassing. (laughs) I didn't answer to this day. (laughs) Well, it was just yesterday, but... I am so stressed. What do I say? I even lied about my age, and I never lie about my age, you know? Oh, really, babe? But it was just, you know, university, kids. and <laughs> I mean, they were all graduates, but I just felt like, you know, if I lose three years, it's okay, we're still good. Um, you know, I'm still going to make friends. <laughs> 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 Literally, it was all a strategy to, to, you know, remove a bit of stage fright as well. And I I took that as an exercise, so that's a great way to see it. I just found a remotely attractive guy who had maybe a hundred and one thousand followers. So unfortunately, a lot of his followers also must have been alerted that he got on stage. That's how Clubhouse works. And uh, so I felt like both of us were a bit, you know, off centered. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a VC, he seems to be pretty popular, and I was thinking, let me shoot my shot at (laughs) at somebody that, you know, is worth, you know, the, the, the travel. And it was very stressful, but it was a lot of fun. And actually, we are doing our own for the French and U.S. um, audience as well. uh, Tomorrow night for Valentine's Day. Oh, la, la. So it should be a lot of fun. So if you guys are on Clubhouse, let's connect. Uh, It's going to be... Fun, fun, and games apparently. <laughs> so, guys, this is it for today. We hope you had an amazing time with the mother hoes, Theodora and myself, Milly. Uh, follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, and also on decentralized platforms such as Mastodon and Telegram. Everywhere we are at, honest. Podcast Honest Like Who? H O E. Yes. Tweet
1: or toot or even voice note us. We love
0: voice notes. Yes. Voice note us, DM us, our DMs are open 24 7 any question you have we may be able to answer as long as it's whole related
1: absolutely thanks for listening hoes and bows if you enjoyed this podcast make sure you subscribe and leave us
0: five stars we love you guys and we will see you in two weeks bye